you've always been a database agent and a database trainer and a database leader. You, you know, you believe that, you know, work a farm, build relationships. I remember when I interviewed you, you had this obsession with zones and being really clear on what those zones are. And it makes sense because in, in real estate, you want to fish where the fish are. And it's a lot easier to become a, a rock star in, in, a, in a core marketplace than to become a rock star in the whole world, you know? You narrow your focus. How are the offices that you're working use, uh, using ID for me, um, for their database work, their farm work, um, you know, just their core area patchwork, how are they doing it? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, you've hit the nail on the head and we've had a lot of conversations in the past, Tom. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm massive on building relationships and I'm massive, massive on farm work. And, you know, I see too many agents in too many offices, um, you know, beat their chest at the end of the day and they've made 100 phone calls and, you know, the principal says, how many appraisals did you get? And they say, well, I've got two. And my question is, who did you call? And most of the time they don't know who to call or what to say. And then I'll say to them, well, what's happening with the other 98? And there's no plan with the 98. So to me, it was about five minutes of productivity where they got those two appraisals. So, and that's why I'm always preaching, look, if you call a farm and whether you have a 1,000 homes or 2,000 homes or whatever the number is in your marketplace, but if you're calling a farm, you're building relationships, you finish it and then you start again. And, and it's no longer a cold call, it's more a warm call. So, you know, I think ID for me with the teams and the individuals that I'm working with, it's it's what they're really doing is is picking their thousand homes, going through the data, um, really from top corner to bottom corner, from A Street to Z Street, um, putting the email addresses in, putting the phone numbers in, and literally calling one by one and filling up the database. And the people that I'm doing that with and who are doing it well, they're going from zero to having eighty percent clean data in there. And it's really setting them up for the future for two, three, four, five years. It's a career, obviously, career-length activity. Beautiful. Now, by the way, because there is a few people that are probably new to the whole concept of ID for me and you haven't sat through any of the other stuff, it's, um, it's a product that has got data that is easily available to you when you're to enter in one form of data, most likely a common one, Adam is the address of a property, an address is put in. Is that right, we'd say? Yeah, well, you're really looking, there's, I guess there's two sides of that question. There's searching for properties where you're putting an address in and then there's searching for people um, where, where most of the time, you know, if you've got access to a, a mobile number, that's where you would start. Right, okay. Now, um, and then you've got the agents that all want this, not just some all want they want the immediate prospecting. They want the immediate result type activities. How, how, how do you use ID for me in that regard? Look, I think there's a, the teams that I'm working with and the, and the people that I've seen work at the best, they, 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 they all say to me that this has been a game changer for them. Um, a lot of the offices that I've seen out there have not got um, mature databases. They haven't got access to data. And this has really opened up for them the opportunity to find people. Um, you know, I was in an office last week actually in Preston and it's only a few years old and I said, well, what do you do when you list a property? You know, do you call the neighbours? Do you go and see people? And they said, 
well, we can't call the neighbours because we haven't got access to their information. What ID for me allows them to do is to actually search street by street, have the email addresses and the phone numbers of everyone in the street and give him a call. So I guess they're what they're doing at the moment or prior to ID for me is the only way to get to these people is door knocking. Um, some are believers, some aren't believers. Um, to me, you know, you can door knock 20 houses or you can go on ID for me, get all the people's data, spend half an hour phone calling every single person in the street or the neighbourhood. Yeah. So, Adam, there was an agent telling me the other day in Sydney that um, he started getting a few listings, expired listings, and he's been in real estate. Like, the market's turned now, so there's more expireds, but he's been in the marketplace for 20 years where there's been plenty of expireds mm -hmm. at various times. And I said to him, congratulations, you've picked up three expired listings in the last two months. And I said, um, you've got to focus on it. He said, listen, I've always had a focus on it. I'm not stupid. I'm aware of it. I know that if you get one of these, that you can get paid in a short period of time. You don't have to nurture them for a long time. Of course, I've always been mindful. But every time I've got stuck into one, it's just there's too much friction. You've got to try and get their data. He goes, there were times where I would actually request a copy of the contract from another office that had the listing, get the contract, and then from the contract, then try and track the owner down. He goes, since I've got ID for me, it's just make things a lot easier. And I think, Adam, the rule is, it's very simple. Powerful lists equal powerful results, you know? Having, you know, a list that's really available so I can see how they're doing it. But, I mean, you're also looking at agents that are using it as part of their open for inspections and their callbacks, right? So how do they use it with their OFIs and callbacks? This is the best thing ever. So the agents that are doing it well, what they're doing is at the open for inspections, they've got two things on their on their iPad or whatever they're using. They've got their CRM open and they've got ID for me open. And literally what they're doing is as each buyer is coming through, they're asking the name and numbers at the door, as we all do as agents. And whilst the buyer is walking through the house, they're literally putting the phone number straight into ID for me bringing up the person, bringing up the person's name, phone number, email address. There even It even shows if there's a partner, so there might be a wife coming through and this says that there's a husband, his name's Robert. And what it does is it actually allows the agents to know straight away who to focus on. And, you know, you know yourself, Tom, when you know that there's someone with a potential listing, your whole persona and your whole tone changes when you're having a conversation with them. So in real time, yeah. the buyer's walking through, the buyer comes to the front door. I know that I'm in Brunswick, Victoria, in Smith Street. I know that these people are at number four Smith Street. Immediately, I know who to focus on uh, as the buyer's yeah. walking through. Um, I think that's for the people that I'm working with that have now got the platform, that is part of their day-to-day -day business, just like having the CRM open, taking names and phone numbers, it's straight into ID for me, seeing who to focus on. Um, the other side of that is, I guess, with callbacks. You know, if you haven't got the details as the buyer's walking in, um, what, we're, what we're doing as a team is we might have had 20 people through the property. We're going straight to ID for me, plugging the phone number in, matching it up with the name so we know it's the right person. And we're focusing, obviously, we want to chase the low-hanging fruit. So we're chasing those and we're calling those first 
that may live in the area. If it's a foreign person in a different area, obviously we're going to call them, but we're going to chase people with local addresses first. Um, and we know also that the attention and the dialogue that we're going to use with these people is going to be more comprehensive because there's a potential potential you know listing or sale there. Yeah, it's funny you brought that up. I'll I'll never I'll never forget it. I I was uh, at an open home a few years ago, and the agents were very casual. You know, sitting there, his phone. He was showing he was showing me you know a car that he had just uh, gone off and put a deposit on, and you know buyers are walking through. He's very blasé, and then all of a sudden, I just saw him stand up like the school teachers walked in, and then and then he goes. Mate, this guy lives in the street, right? Right. So straight, straight away. So I know what you're talking about. I remember saying to him, "Why, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you treat like everyone lives in the street, right? You know, just, just be the same way." But I said, "Listen, I, I, I get it. You know, if you, when the market was busy and you've got eight opens and you've got hundreds of people coming through, you're a bit like a salesperson at Maya." you know they're flying in who's oh what's that who's that who's who's that you know and i think the ability to be able to segment and work out buyer potential seller renter investor where where is this person i get it. just curious adam you know with the, with the people you've worked with on id for me I'm, I'm, i want to ask you do clients ever say how'd you get my details and is there a what is there a response that you've learned how to um, yeah look we don't get it a lot um i think you'll find that the agents with more established offices that might have been there 10 20 30 years where they've got you know they might have a million people in the database tend to get it less because it's more mature database and the chances are the prospect who they're calling have probably made an inquiry on a property probably come through and open at some point and given their details. So in more established areas with established database, it doesn't happen that often. Um, look, some agents that I'm speaking with are finding that a challenge. Um, some are saying, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, you're in our database. Um, yeah. I, I guess for me, if they ask me the question, um, and I have been asked a few times, for me it's, look, we've got access to this, this platform that gives us information. So for me it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a platform that people are subscribing to. I think that if you're straightforward with people and you say, look, we're, we're essentially buying the data, um, very, very few times are I had an issue. And I think really if you're following it up with, look, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, if you don't want me to call you, that's fine. I can make sure that we don't contact you again. And you give them an out. I think that's yeah. Yeah, I think, look, as you've been talking, I'm, I'm thinking about what you're saying and I'm just trying to, visualize if I was in that situation, I think what I'd say is, hey, listen, I want to let you know, we subscribe to a number of data platforms, CoreLogic RP Data, Australian uh, Property Monitors, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we subscribe to ID for me. Their data sets are available. Uh, we know the importance of having information and who our owners are in the area and uh, who they are. So we actually pay for it. But if, if it's your wishes that um, we're not contacting you, I'll make a note of that, you know? Absolutely. And I think that person has got access to ID for me as well anyway. So, you know, they yeah. can data themselves. But I think, I think um, honesty is the best policy here rather than trying to, um, you know, beat around the bush with some other. Yeah. Oh, a mate of me down the road gave me your number or et cetera, and yeah. one lie becomes 10 lies. Correct. Um, 
So what about prospecting around current campaigns in order to find other sellers, which we, we know continues to be the most, you know, success marketing. You just listed and just sold around your geo farming areas continue to be the main source for the great agents. Um, does it serve a purpose there? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think, you know, ultimately it, it, it really has changed the landscape in this regard. I think if you've listed something in Smith Street, you know, and you're putting addresses in, you don't have to put 6 Smith Street. You can actually just put Smith Street Baldwin um, and every single property in Smith Street will come up with the owner's name, phone number and email address. Um, so, you know, for the clients that I'm working with, they simply go from number one Smith Street through to number 60 Smith Street. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, just thought I'd give you a quick call. We've just listed number 15 in your street, thought you might want to know, um, you know, whatever dialogue they use from there. But, um, you know, I think agents that have struggled to get that information, uh, like I said earlier, the only option they've had prior to ID for me is door knocking. And to me, that's time consuming. And, you know, calling 60 people in Smith Street, trying to generate activity, um, you know, this is the answer. Gold. In a moment, um, we're going to bring up some questions, but I've still got one I want to ask you. But I'm only bringing it up just in case you want to think about this. And I know that uh, Danny, who's the owner or one of the owners of the company, is nearby um, so there's a couple of questions. When a property's under a PT while to D, will it show a name and number? And there's are we allowed to tell the plat are we allowed to tell them the platform name? I'm pretty certain you can, mate. You can tell them the platform name. Of course, it's a product or service you're getting. It's probably the right thing uh, to be doing, you know. Um, so Adam, the last thing I want to ask you before we answer that question, by the way, Susan, if you don't mind, because it's going to save a lot of problems, people chasing up, can you please in the chat box? and on Facebook, because we are, a lot of people are watching this live. Thank you, Susan. Susan has actually put the link in that you can actually press to actually get a demo and then move on from demo to be a user of the product. Off the top of my head, I'm not exactly sure what it is. It's a subscription. I think it's about 100, 150 bucks a month. It's somewhere thereabouts, um, I think. Um, and um, those questions are coming in. Um, but my last question is, is there any other thing that I haven't covered, Adam, that, that people can use ID for me um, in their work? Yeah, look, I think, look, for us, it's the ultimate productivity tool. Um, just thinking about little things. I'm thinking about my day and how we use it on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, I would say little things that have really changed productivity and where to focus on. Um, you know, every time that we get a missed call on our phone, you know, you've got two options. You can either, you've, got, you've actually got three options. You can either ignore it, you can call it back, um, or you can look up ID for me first, see who it is, and actually have some direction when you call back. So I think for us, I get a missed call, I miss the phone or I'm busy or whatever at the time, type the phone number in, see who it is. You know, it might be someone at 6, six Smith Street and you're selling number 24. Again, your phone call is going to be different. You're going to prioritise the speed of that call. You're going to change your dialogue. Um, but to know who's calling prior to picking up the phone, uh, to me, is gold. You know, the other thing is voicemails. You know, every time we get a voicemail, you know, hi, this is Mr. Mr. Brown. Can you give me a call, Adam? You know, it's crazy not to put Mr. Brown's details in there, see who it is, 
um, see where he lives. Um, and again, prioritize and change the way that you, you, you the way that your dialogue might be or, or how you're going to chase. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, really the best people on this platform, every time they get some data, whether it's an address, whether it's a phone number, whether it's an email address, they're plugging it in, takes all of about three seconds. Um, and the amount of information that it's giving and the amount of intel is incredible. So, Adam, um, I think to me, and I reckon it would be a good slogan for this business, shifting from cold calling to smart calling. Yeah. Because I think that's what it's doing. It's taking the cold out of prospecting, you know. Um, and, um, you know, I want to I wanna ask you, Look, some of these you might have because I know that you're not the owner of the product. So some of I totally understand if you don't know the answers to any of these. Um, do you know whether when you search under a PTY LTD, it will show a phone number or a name? Yes, it does. I think there's something like 1.2 million companies registered in there. So right. It gives you the phone number, email address, and correct me if I might be wrong on this because I'm in residential real estate, so I'm not doing a lot of searches in that area. Um uh might give you the building address as well. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I'll tell you. Stephen, Nico, go on. I'll tell you where this system is fantastic. Just thinking about from a business point of view, the social links that are attached to each person's profile is incredible. And we're using this every day. So we might bring up Tom Panos. You might have given us a call. Uh, like I said, it might have been a voicemail or a, a missed or a a call back from an open. Um, we've got Tom Panos up on the platform. <coughs> We're actually clicking the social links and going straight to your Facebook LinkedIn page. Um, and that's gold. And um, I'll tell you a quick story what happened last week. I, I, I spoke to someone about an appraisal. I clicked on the social links, went straight to LinkedIn, found out that this person works for Red Cross. Before I go to any appraisal, I always try and find out or Google something about the people, so I've got a conversation piece and an icebreaker. I I, uh, I went straight, I found out that they worked for Red Cross, Googled Red Cross, found out that a month earlier they actually had a Veterans Day. And what that allowed me to do is when I went in there for the appraisal, I said, Kathy, what do you do? I work for, she says, I work for Red Cross. I said, oh, how was the Veterans Day last month? I think it's fantastic what you guys are doing. Um, she was so impressed at my knowledge, the interest I showed, um, and the fact that, you know, I was worldly enough to know what's happening on, with, with current events. Um, I'm a <laughs> donor. Um, that was an end for that conversation. Um, but, you know, I'm a strong believer in if you, were to, if you were to establish strong relationships, find connections. And this allows me to be able to find out that they work for Red Cross. The platform allows me to go straight to fi Facebook, find out that they're really <laughs> or whatever it might be, um, and uh, and really try to connect with these people. And it, and when you're in those social pages, you know, often you look at their own connections that they have with other people or their Facebook friends, and yes. you'll be shocked at a lot. Adam, sometimes you find out, wow, man, we both know this person, right? And that, that changes the game, you know. The minute you sort of say that, they know that they can do a third-party reference with you straight away and know that you're the one that they're going to have to pick, you know? Absolutely. You know, I go in there and I say, oh, how do you know? I see we've got a, a mutual connection, Kathy. 
And they'll, say, they'll often say, how do you know that? And I'll say, well, I looked you up on Facebook. So I'll tell them straight out. You know, I'll also say that we'll, we, we look up all the buys as well. That's how thorough we are. Um, but making those connections is, is invaluable. Beautiful. Stephanie Nikoloski asked, thoughts on the do not call register as an agent? Can we call? Well, you shouldn't be calling on a do not call register. I mean, you're only going to annoy the person. You're only going to move from being the not the agent that they'll never deal with because you're not following instructions. But I think, Adam, the do not call registers are registered on ID for me as well, aren't they? They are. And I think by memory, they are. Uh, the data is washed and updated every 60 days. Um, so every, maybe every 30 days. Anyway, it's, it's done on a regular basis. Um, look, if someone's on the door, do not call register, you just don't call them. Um, yeah, what yeah. You, but what you have got access to is you know who it is so you can find out yeah. who's getting to them. Yeah. Um, Marcus Wilson's asked, if there's a type, if you type in a street name, no numbers appear, just names, how do you establish? If I type in a street name, no numbers appear, just names. How do I establish the house number? I don't know about that. I th no, I think what I think there will be some street numbers. So some of the it might say Smith Street, Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. But that's where they may not have when they collected the data. They may not have got a house address. But I think if you scroll down, it will show the street numbers where they've been able to ascertain that information. Okay, beautiful. Um, there's a couple of these questions here that I'm, I actually think just do your demo. It's 15 minutes, right? Sit there through the demo, do the demo and ask the uh, ID for me, representative, all that. Um, James Taylor, how, to date, how up to date is the data in Australia? Uh, New Zealand seems to be refreshed in 2020. Look, the best feedback I'm getting, obviously the more established an area is, the deeper and better the data is. Overall, the data is pretty good. But if you can just picture, if the longer the data has been in that area, the more robust it's going to be. You know, that's that's an absolute given. I, I get the impression New Zealand data is not as strong, Adam. I think, and when I had Danny and the reps on there, they told me. So it's it's important. Right. I'm, yeah. And I'm not too... And I'm not too sure, but request a demo, request a demo I think, I and think find just, out. Just to pick up on what you've said, look, I, I think absolutely, you know, I live in a suburb called Malvern, right? You know, most houses are built at the turn of the century, you know, 1900. The data is very, very rich and incredibly accurate. Um, if you go to new housing estates, they the platform hasn't had enough maturity to collect enough data yeah, to have the accuracy and the and the richness of data. Um, <coughs> I think the other thing is, I'll just just add to that. You know, I've heard a few agents say to me, "Well, you know, I used the data and I looked up ten phone numbers, I looked up ten addresses, and I only got four. And ultimately, it's only as good as the information that these guys have been able to collate by yeah. people participating in in different things to collect the data." My attitude is you've got four more than you had before. So maybe don't worry about the six that may that you may not have or that may not be a hundred percent accurate. Um, you know, for the for the small investment, and I'm just gonna stress again, it's not my company, but I'm pushing it because I know for your your viewers, Tom, we want the best for them and we want to give them the best tools. But 
you know, focus on the four that you've got um, that you can prospect. Beautiful. And and, that, and, and and the other thing, needless to say, ID for me doesn't make the call. You've got to make the call. <laughs> Which, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> got to make the call. Hand you the authority. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, you know, Marcus has just agreed with what you said. He was the one that asked the question. He says, yes, scroll down and some appear. Thanks. Stan Plattis, who's uh, one of the senior executives of one of the big firms in Canberra. Um, Stan, good to see you, Stan. It's actually not a question. If you hover over the number, it will advise you it's in the do not call register. So you hover over hover over the number. Susan, if I can get you to put that link on Facebook as well, it's in the chat box. Those of you that are watching this because it's part of an email that has been sent out to you, um, we look forward we look forward um, to you actually doing a demo. Adam, I want to thank you so much. I've got to say to you, um, if this is a time of the year where you're not only finishing the new year, but you're setting yourself up with tools, processes, systems, ideas for 2023, um, now would be a good time to get across and make sure that you've got all the data available to help you become someone's agent before they need an agent. And I can pretty much tell you, Adam, you know, someone said to me, Tom, why is it that if someone cuts it for the first three years in real estate, they'll probably be staying and, and, and those that don't end up leaving? And I said, it's probably because if they've hung in there long enough, they've collected enough data to then start nurturing data on the phone, right? They've, they've there. And, 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 and it might have been because they teamed up with a, a high-performing agent and they got exposed to data. They might have been a person that went out and door knocked and collected 500 pieces of data. But this is, this is let's call it the speed train to data collection, right? It'll, it'll, it'll get you to your end destination faster. And the end destination is to get people that you can have an ongoing relationship on the phone. But step one is to collect the data and it appears that ID for me is, is very much loved by the clients that have been using it. Absolutely. And, and I'll just pick up on something you said. You know, we're, we're, we're now into November. Um, before we know it, it's going to be Christmas. Before we know it, the market shuts down for six, eight weeks. Yeah, no better time for the guys that I'm working with to collect data. You know, back in the day when I started selling real estate almost 30 years ago, it was literally drive past the house, take a photo. It was, you know, knock on the door. Now it's so much easier. Now we've got the tools to be able to fill up a patch, fill up your database with information. You've got the time to do it over Christmas. Um, you know, it, it's really become easy. It's really become easy. And, you know, knowledge and preparation is king in this game. And, you know, this gets you both. This gets you the knowledge to know who's where. It gets you the knowledge to say what, to know what to say and who to say it to. Um, and when you look prepared and you've got the information and you know more about these people before you pick up the phone and actually speak with them, um, you know, it, it changes your whole confidence level when you're making the calls. Well said. Adam, great to catch up with you again. To our listeners and viewers, both live and those watching it on replay, thank you for so much. Your attention is the biggest thing that we can ever have. And uh, don't ever forget it. 
the guy or girl who has the most data wins. Signing off. Thanks, Tom.